Konnichiwa, ni hao, hola, guten tag, aloha, buongiorno, namaste, drasvutria, shalom, bonjour, and what's up? I'm Zan, and welcome to the Sparkin' Manga News Podcast, bringing you the eyes on the latest manga news for the week of Thursday, March 31st to April 6, 2022. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and check out our manga review podcast at www.spirekin.com. If you like what you hear, support our Patreon to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N dot com. Now that that chilling's out of the way, let's actually get to the manga news of the week. And we're going to start off with some COVID news. I know, kind of crazy because we haven't talked about COVID in a while, but this is kind of cool. So since 2017, Japan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, the MOFA, have been issuing manuals to promote travel safety using Takao Saito's Gogo 13 manga. If you never read Gogo 13, it's amazing. It's an awesome dad manga about an assassin who kills people, has sex with people, and kills more people. You can listen to our review in episode 165 of the manga review. But the MOFA updated the manual in 2021 to include information about preventing the spread of COVID-19. Now, last Friday, the government agency unveiled an extra story based on the manual featuring animated manga panels. So it is a essentially a, an animated manga about Gogo 13 fighting evil terrorists who are attempting to take advantage of lax counterterrorism measures using COVID-19. It's a story that conveys the necessity of dealing with the combated risk of infection and terrorism in a very screwed up and amazing way. Now, if you're a fan of Gogo 13, it's really cool. If you're not, well, you might not get anything out, but it's just a kind of cool thing you see in an animated manga scene. It's not an anime, it's like just manga frames that are animated. But I digress. Next, we have some international news coming out of Italy. So the first volume of Noya Matsumoto's Kaiju No. 8 manga launched in Italy on March 24th. Now, we reviewed this back in episode 446 of the podcast, and it's a really cool story about a guy who gets infected by this disease and becomes a kaiju that fights other kaijus. Kind of cool. But I digress. And so to commemorate this awesome occasion, the Italian publisher Star Comics has installed a massive mural dedicated to the manga in the Porto Genova station in Milan. Now, this isn't the first time they've done something like that, but this thing is covering over 270 square meters or 886 square feet of space and it looks spectacular there's actually a video you can look online for star comics that shows it and it's pretty badass we here think oh we like manga and anime no 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 you're up there crazy about it and i would love to see something like this like in manhattan or in boston or south carolina north carolina florida in whatever public transport to see like a huge thing dedicated to a manga this is pretty cool so if you have a chance and you're in italy check it out so next we have some manga translation news. BookLive is suspending the distribution of the English version of Sosuke Taka's Ranking of Kings, or Osama Ranking, the manga series. And they're going to be in the process of retranslating the entire series. Now, if you're unfamiliar with this, this web manga centers around Boji, a deaf, powerless prince who can't even wield the children's sword. And he's the firstborn son. And he strives to become the greatest king like his father, but everyone mutters about him being a good-for-nothing son, and no way he can be king because he's deaf and mute. Eventually, he makes a friend with this shadow named Kage, who's like a secret assassin. It's a whole thing. But anyway, ever since he meets Kage, Boji ends up coming of age, meeting various people in his life, and he ends up bettering himself. It's a really cool story. I haven't reviewed it on the review because it hasn't come up on the Wheel of Manga, but it's one of my favorite mangas I've read in the last year. I can't wait to talk about it whenever it does come up, but it's been taken down because they have to, well, 
retranslate it because since the distribution of the series in February of 2022, readers have been pointing out typographical errors and inadequate translations, which really sucks. So they're going to go back and redo it. So all customers who have already purchased the books in English, like myself, will be able to redownload the retranslated versions for free when it's uploaded. But well, on the one side, it's really cool that we're getting a retranslation. But on the other end, it's kind of like, so we're taking it down and no one else could look at this awesome series. So yeah, that happened. Anyway, so let's get into some licensing news. First off, we have a Blaze. I know, we haven't heard from a Blaze in a while. But Ablaze Publishing has announced that it has licensed the Magical Beast Sherbert manga, which is an adaptation of an anime series. So Sherbert is a magical creature from another realm called Lazazia, where different species of magical creatures are locked in a magical beast war. Immature and infinitely curious, Sherbert accidentally triggers a portal and ends up in our world. Without any knowledge about our world and our ways, he vows to become a hero here and battles other magical creatures who make their way across the rift. Kind of cute, kind of sweet. Could be a lot of fun. Next we have from Dark Horse Comics, they've announced officially the release date of the final volume of Berserk. Well, supposedly the final volume. Hopefully it's not, but yeah. So they're going to be releasing the 41st compiled book volume of Kitaro Mura's Berserk, which has the final chapters that Muir created for the series in it. It's also going to include a two-sided color poster insert, and this is the first volume we're getting since Murr passed away in May of 2021, and it's the first volume in three years that we're getting of Berserk at all. So this is a really big deal. And I gotta say that it's bittersweet. I hope this isn't the last volume because it ends on such a weird note. It's kind of infuriating that I really want a little bit more. Even if you just make it up, I mean, he had to have left some notes somewhere. It can't be just like, this is how we're gonna end it because he's dead, yay! I mean... There's other series where the person died and they kept going. This is one of those where maybe they should do that. Well, we're going to have to wait and see what occurs, I guess. Uh, anyway, next we have some news from Katakawa Comics. It is announced that it will release all 36 volumes of Tomoko Hayakawa's The Wallflower manga digitally. Now, for those of you who haven't heard of this manga, we read it back in episode 48 of the manga review, and it's a pretty cool plot. It's about four handsome 15-year-old friends who are allowed to live in an awesome, spacious mansion for free. There's one caveat. That within three years, the guys have to transform the owner's wallflower niece into a lady befitting the palace that they live in. Seems easy, right? How hard could that be? The problem is the girl, Sonoko Nakahara, an agoraphobic, horror-movie-loving, pocket-faced, frizzy-haired, fashion-illiterate recluse who tends to prefer staying in a room alone than dealing with these beautiful guys that cause her to have explosive nosebleed whenever she sees them. And it's going to take a lot more than what these guys have to make this happen. They're going to need a miracle to get past because they're all pretty boys. And they're like, what the hell? She's a freak. But they like her because she actually has really redeeming qualities. So, yeah, I'm excited that all 36 volumes are being released. And if you've never checked it out, highly recommend it. It's one of the ones that is really good. So next we have news from Shoe Cream BL. Yes, another BL company. Um, they've announced that they're releasing the following manga series in English on the Manga Plaza service. They have Ichika Yuna's Lullaby of the Dawn, Imu Sotome's A Kiss That Stains the Innocent, and Yahalo Kaji's I Won't Say I Love You. Those are being released or they're actually out now. Finally, last bit of news. 
Um, Viz announced that it would be publishing one new series, which is The Girl That Can't Get a Girlfriend, or Kanojuga Denaik Ona by Mira Hiranishi. Now, the cool thing is that this is getting a legitimate release, but you can actually read this for free in English on Webtoons and Tapa, and if you want to read in Japanese, it's on Pixiv. So, it's kind of interesting that we're getting a, a release of this, so kind of weird, but... We're getting a legitimate release of The Girl That Can't Get a Girlfriend. And this is a semi-autobiographical manga by Mira Hiranishi. So we'll see how it goes. I'm actually excited to read this. So those are the licensing news for the week. So reiterating again, all Shoe Cream titles are being released digitally and they're available now. The Wallflower is being released by Kodansha digitally uh, April 12, 2022. Berserk Volume 41 is being released by Dark Horse Comics in print form. November 22nd of 2022. And then The Girl That Can't Get a Girlfriend um, is going to be announced eventually. And Magical Beast Sherbert is being released by Ablaze in digital and in print formats in 2023. So those are the licenses of the news. And let's finally finish off with some general updates. First off, on April 13th, Subasa Fukunchi will launch a new manga titled Golden Spiral. This fantasy story will center on Zabi, who ventures into the outside world, Utope, in order to save his kingdom of Tulso, which is the last human nation which is fast running out of land and resources. This is going to debut in Weekly Shonen Sunday, and then a week after that, Kawabata will launch the Vali Vali manga, which is about a soft tennis doubles team. A week after that, Nikoguchi will launch Kono manga, no heroine wa morisaka amana des or this manga's heroine is amano morisaka a week after that the artist mmk will launch the romantic comedy adventure manga love comes quest so yeah so weekly shonen sunday is getting a bunch of releases in april on anyway on april 11th chainsaw man manga creator tatsuki fujimoto will release a new 200 page one-shot manga digitally on the shonen jump plus app and last and certainly not least Noya Sagita will launch a new manga for the Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush anime series on April 4th. This is going to premiere the day after the new 8th anime series debuts, and it's going to appear in Psycho Jump magazine. So that has been the news for the week. I hope you guys found something interesting. Let me know what you think. If I skipped anything or if I missed something, email me zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. As usual, remember to like, share, and subscribe. I've been your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. I'll see you later.